Welcome to Two and a Half Sportsmen, a sports comedy podcast hosted by Jordan Pomaville, Joel Anderson, and your sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Let's get it on. College Football Expansion Watch Death Watch. College Football Expansion Watch Death Watch. Brought to you by Barnaby's Funeral Homes. We put the fun back in funerals. Have a great time. Texas and Oklahoma to join the SEC. Subheadline, unscientific study reveals the only thing better than making the most money in a conference you control while having an easy path to the playoff is making more money. Sure. <laughs> Sub subheadline, somebody better tell Oklahoma and Texas that SEC teams play defense. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if soccer explains the world, then college football explains the United States. Uh, I actually read, I don't know if you guys have heard of the book, Soccer Explains the World. I read it for a class in college, and it was super insightful, and they made a bunch of really interesting points, none of which I retained. Yeah. Right. Okay. It feels like it's a lot of metaphors. You know, well, actually, it was a lot of sociological stuff. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, anthropo- not anthropomorphic, anthropological. It's anthropological. 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 Yeah. Uh, is any, there anything specific about soccer, or could it ostensibly have just been like any sport? Oh, this guy's follow up was how pizza explains the world. Right. Okay. So that yikes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, Europe a long time ago dubbed soccer the beautiful game. Right. And what they don't want us to know is it's really just the sport where they get off and allowing the ugly conflicts of their society to play out on the pitch, in the stands, and if it's a really special matchup, in the streets. Right. Yeah. Also, they're just accustomed to being able to define things that way. I've. I've You've heard me say this, but I've always held, you know, Europeans are accustomed to looking down their nose at Americans. Right. But mm-hmm. in fact, we have the much more established and diverse sporting culture in America. All four of the, the top four, you know, league revenues. So soccer fandom in Europe is a fun mix of classism, nationalism, racism, note previous two may be combined, anti-Semitism, <laughs> anti-Catholicism, Islamophobia, homophobia, the Crusades, regional discrimination, centuries-old biases, and absolutely radical corner kicks! Yeah, <laughs> it sounds uh, it sounds like a bit of a melting pot of hate. Right, right. And the reason soccer will never truly catch on in the United States is college football is our soccer. Right. This mm-hmm. is the sport where our hideous, inherent biases on race, religion, education, and the South are played out. And in Europe... Where there even uh, sometimes there's even more small or more concentrated civic rivalries, trading on tribalism that us dumb Americans couldn't possibly understand the the intricacies of. Yeah, that's where we have high school football. Right, exactly makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I bring this up not to knock soccer, but to say to Europe, like you, we have soccer. We just call it football. Right. Yeah. What's so weird about that, guys? Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah, like, we oh. use you use hands in our football. What's so weird about that? Yeah. None of your people get concussed. Or actually, that's not true. <laughs> Many of them get concussed. Yeah. But they don't let kids do headers anymore. Oh, I, I have heard that. Really? That's... Yeah. Oh, the ball the, is reasonably the... soft. I mean, it, it's one of those things like uh, like growing up in baseball, they would have rules on like when you can start throwing a curveball because they were really oh, yeah. afraid you were going to screw up your wrist. Now it's like at certain age groups in soccer, they're like 12 and under, no headers. Yeah. Like wow. a goal will be disqualified if someone heads it in. Huh. Uh, so yeah, obviously <clears throat> football has like the most concussions. Period. Of course, but soccer is number two with like a bullet. I really? Think a lot of More than hockey? That. People wear helmets in hockey. Yeah, I think that helps some. Uh, and there's yeah, just less ostensibly less head first contact. Yikes! Whereas in soccer, it's like you're you're putting your head at something, 
And whether, I mean, the ball's bad enough, but it's like a lot of people just knock their coconuts together and... Ah, their heads are their coconuts. Oh, man. Like at the beginning of Monty Python, they're <laughs> knocking their coconuts together. Yeah, I was going to Gilligan's Island thing. There like, go. okay, Making professor. Radio. Gilligan! And then everybody's, everybody, they need medical care, and everyone's like, is there a horse? Where? I heard a horse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is all to lay the groundwork for the politics and pettiness that I'm about to describe. Okay. Right. Does anybody have to go to the bathroom? Always. Uh, now would be a good time, real okay, quick, before yeah. we start. I'll just go while you're we're, we're just going to scratch the surface of the politics and pettiness that there is in college football. Right, right. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so in college football, there are five power conferences. You got the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Pac-12, the ACC, and the SEC. These are the largest conferences in Division I, and they control the sport. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. pretty much. There are smaller conferences also in Division I. They are of less consequence. There used to be six power conferences, except 10 years ago, there was uh, some... Uh, Conference realignment. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about the Big East. Uh, <laughs> I hear there might be some conference realignment. <laughs> yeah, Big East? I'm not going to hear from them no more. <laughs> uh, so five power conferences, uh, Texas and Oklahoma, are at the moment in the Big 12. The Big 12 consists of mainly schools in middle America, a lot of Texas schools, Oklahoma schools, Iowa State, West Virginia for some reason. And it's the only major conference that doesn't distribute media revenue equally. <laughs> this is because Texas wanted it that way. Right. And sure. as a result, Texas makes the lion's share of the money. They also have their own television network. Oklahoma makes sort of a distant second most, and everyone else is tied for last place. Yeah. It's like the Texas and Oklahoma Invitational. Pretty Effectively, much. Effectively, that's what, especially since Texas A&M left. Right. That's well, basically been moving to Well, also, what I just set up about the revenue yeah. and the fact that Texas kind of controls the league this is why Texas A&M, Texas in-state rival, mm-hmm. state school, Aggie school, right? They bolted for the SEC back in 2011. This gave Texas A&M something Texas didn't, a recruiting pitch to athletes saying, we play in the premier conference of the game. Mm-hmm. It also gave them more money than they would have made staying in the, the Big 12. Uh, this move killed a great in-state college football rivalry. Do and, they not play every year? Right. So I know what you're thinking, Joel. They could still play a non-conference, yeah. right? At Florida, Florida State aren't in the same conference they play and besides wouldn't a texas texan a&m game make everyone a ton of money yes it would but the past 10 years both sides chose not to over pettiness <laughs> wow that's not surprising right yeah never so, let pettiness get in the way of money right, right. and you'd think never. you'd think you're wearing the 10 gallon hat you got the boots someone's talking about oil rigs you right think. you're like yeehaw ba bang bang ba bang bang yeah. right. I, c- I come from a longhorn family so uh okay. I'm, I'm at least a little bit familiar with the pettiness between the aggies and the longhorns okay so this is why okay upon joining the sec Texas and A&M were told that the SEC had a gentleman's agreement not to invite new members from the same state as an existing member without that school's permission. Oh, so that's that's going to be bad for Texas. So, right. So the idea is South Carolina's in the SEC. The idea is that they would never invite a Clemson if, if South Carolina didn't want them to. And South Carolina would not want them to. Right. And so this is all why Texas What if a- it was like a swap? What if you were like, ooh, yeah. we'd much <laughs> rather have Clemson. <laughs> but anyway. do like a trade? This isn't written anywhere. They just told them we had a gentleman's agreement. This is why Texas A&M was the last school in the SEC to learn that they were adding Texas and Oklahoma. <laughs> which apparently been in the works secretly for about nine months. There was... 
There was another gentleman's agreement to not tell Texas A&M. <laughs> Yikes. The moves were so secretive and entirely driven by football that SEC and Big 12 head basketball coaches told ESPN they found out on social media like everyone else. <laughs> oh, no. So, like, that's the worst. Some way. of these are like, can you, they like, you know, major Kansas, the Kansas head basketball coach, you think might have figured out something right. or that, like, I don't know, Kentucky. Head basket, like you might have figured out, oh, we're Kentucky's in the SEC. No, radio sounds okay. <laughs> so Texas and A and M is upset, right? right? Okay, and upon protesting, upon protesting, SEC HQ in Atlanta used some city logic on these poor Aggie school folk. Okay, right. yeah, they go exactly. We said to you, we had a gentleman's agreement. Yeah. Past tense. Right. No See, longer. we already said we had abandoned it. We had a gentleman's agreement. Oh, city folk. We live in a metropolitan city of Chattanooga. <laughs> You're not going to understand what it's like with all the hustle and bustle. Uh, now, I've been saying for a long time that the Big 12 exists because Texas wants it to exist. Yeah. And now, Texas is more, eh, take it or leave it. Right. So Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC. I mean, Texas alone would have been the death knell for the Big 12. The I, fact that they're also bringing Oklahoma along with them, it's just sort of like, well, I think it was like the Red River shootout was the one thing they had left going for them. So uh, Oklahoma, or, or Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC, and I know what Joel is thinking. This is like in 1996 when the Braves, Braves added Denny Nagel at the trade deadline oh, yeah. to a rotation that already had Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, and John Smoltz. I was going to think the same thing, too. Oh, yeah. Right? In Oklahoma, the SEC gets a perennial contender for the college football playoffs, and in Texas, a national brand that could be a fun fixer-upper. <laughs> oh, I love those shows. <laughs> a popular meme. A popular meme. You know the meme with the car skidding off to the exit there? Sure. It said, uh, lose to Maryland in bowl game. Join the SEC. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and the rest of college football is a little upset at the SEC, and not just for the same reason the 1996 St. Louis Cardinals were upset. Mm-hmm. which is, you know, they just got better. There are actual, rational, structural reasons to be upset. The Big 12 is angry because they're uh, on the verge of being not a conference. Yeah. Mm. Okay. The I eight- don't know about on the verge of. <laughs> well, they still have Texas and Oklahoma right now. Uh, through, And they can hold them through, like, the end of their media deal, supposedly. The ACC is worried about its Southern read good teams right. being poached. Okay. To the SEC. I'm surprised it hasn't already happened. Right. Well, because of this gentleman's agreement. <laughs> yeah. Apparently did not include the state of Texas. Uh, the Pac-12 is like, you know, it would be nice to maybe have like good teams sometime again, maybe sometime again, mm. maybe. Uh, and basically, uh, when, the US, when USC isn't good, the Pac-12 is just like an Ohio stateless Big Ten. Yeah. What's there? Well, I mean... The rhythmic gymnastics, the right? Well, track yeah. And field rowing, uh, <laughs> rowing, yeah. Right, Olympic sports. UCLA is really big in saying like we have the most national championships. They, yeah, they do. A lot of them in sports you didn't realize they had a national championship in, but mm-hmm. they do. So the Big Twelve is concerned, lastly, about its influence on the sport because while the SEC has been the most dominant football conference for something like fifteen years, unquestionably fifteen years, you could yep. say maybe twenty. Uh, the Big Ten still makes the most money. Oh, yeah. And this is for the same reasons we won the Civil War. We can yeah. all say it at the same time. Population, Population infrastructural, industrial, industrial advantages. <laughs> yep. also, also in Cold Mountain, it really felt like the South, the South wasn't was eating very good. Right. good. And not slavery. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Yes. Yeah, we were right. That's why <laughs> right. we won. Uh, and everyone's a little upset at SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, real name, who was doing a little insider trading. You see, Greg Sankey, real name, is the commissioner of the SEC. He was also one of four people on the recent college football playoff expansion committee that we talked about a few weeks ago. Yep. Their proposal was 12 teams, six highest-ranking conference champions, next six highest-rated teams. All along, Greg Sankey, real name, knows he's about to take out an entire fucking conference. Huh. Like, oh, six, six highest conference champions. Yeah, okay, yeah, Big 12's out. Yeah, and, but when and he's going to take their conference champion to add Oof. an at-large bid. Sorry, Yikes. Phil, sorry. No, I was just asking, when are we going to find out his real name? That is his real name, Greg oh, Sankey. Oh, okay. Yeah, just real name. to make sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all <laughs> Like Sanka? Like, uh, like that T? I just think it's a weird name, Greg Sankey. Sankey. Yeah. Hey, Sankey. I think it's nicer in like that Georgia lilt. Right. Ah, oh, Sankey. Greg Sankey. The Sankey family. Yeah. <laughs> the valor of the Sankey family <laughs> out there, the Battle of Vicksburg. Okay. Um, all along. Okay. So that's. We some... ate more horses than anyone. <laughs> uh, so that's some dirty dealing. And yeah. of course, ESPN was probably involved. Uh, the Big 12 commissioner openly accused ESPN of colluding with the SEC because ESPN just got a big new deal with the SEC. Mm-hmm. And he immediately uh, walked back those remarks because uh, someone told him that uh, ESPN represents 50% of the companies that are in the market for college football media rights. Yeah. That, there's two, <laughs> yeah. basically. So Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the entire landscape of college football is changing. Name, image, likeness, revenue about to start going to players. SEC is expanding. And the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 know what they have to do. Because they got to do something. They're going to have a meeting. Oh, wow. Whoa. They're pulling the trigger. Yep. They're, okay. Now, the Big 12, not invited. Because it'd be really awkward the whole time knowing that the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 could poach any Big 12 team they wanted. And they don't want to. Right. Yeah. What's left, they're not interested in. So, if, if the Pac- We already... Took the one we were interested yeah. in. <laughs> and even now, we're yeah. uh, a little iffy on it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, they weren't like this when we took them. <laughs> so, like, if the Pac-12 was invited, you know in The Walking Dead, when they do that cool, like, sur- outward-facing circle formation? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, to fight zombies? Yeah. So, like, imagine that. Like, everyone stay close. Don't get poached. Don't get poached. But, like, <laughs> instead, like, of caring, the zombies are just, just... like, walking by. <laughs> yeah, the zombies are, like, eating the light apps. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> And like in polos and just sort of like, oh, hi, Big 12. Right. Yeah, that sort of isn't, thing. Isn't, oh, uh, you're, you're looking great. You All look right. great. Is that Iowa State? It is Iowa State. <laughs> oh. You have to try this tuna. It is so good. <laughs> um, so, they, uh, so they tell the media that they're going to have a meeting about an alliance. Nobody knows what this means. So they say after the meeting about an alliance, they're going to have a press conference. Uh-oh. At the press conference, they say it was a good meeting, and they're going to have a historic alliance. All right. Wow. Sounds like this was a productive meeting. If Set it's historic, yeah. Payoffs. This is, they're going to be talking about <laughs> this as the agenda. second founding fathers down the line. <laughs> you know? uh, the only real thing they accomplished was saying they should schedule some games against each other sometime. Okay. And that they support a wide variety of college sports. 
Yeah. And it, which, again, was a bit of a dig at the SEC because some football schools have like 12 varsity sports mm-hmm. so they can funnel all their money into football. Where right. schools like a UCLA or most schools in the Big Ten and Pac-12 specifically want to fund the widest variety of sports possible. Right. Yeah. The the idea of student athletics, right? You know, in the way where you know it's like not that not that it exists, it exists, but you know, outside of like football and basketball, it's like, oh yeah, you can actually do this. Yeah, hey, mm-hmm. you know, actual people who are just actual students. Yeah, <laughs> but participating in athletic events. Exactly, and then in a in a not so subtle slam, again against those who prefer football to football, yeah. they emphasized at least the facade of education should be maintained. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, is the alliance a contract? No. They said specifically that there was no contract. They just shook each other's hands. Oh, right. and their word is bond. This should end well. Well, here's the thing. I imagine the Big Ten might not want to alter their strategy, which has been totally effective to this point. Uh, inertia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... They've been the biggest conference in football forever, not for a specific reason that I can name other than it's 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 alumni. It's alumni base mixed with interest, basically, right, yeah. because while the population centers on the eastern seaboard is the largest part of our country, those are a bunch of uh, private schools yeah. with small alumni bases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Big Ten has, you know, the the Midwest, which is not a small population center. It's relatively large. And has a rabid fan bases of all of its large state school alumni base. Basically. Bingo. Yeah. Um, so really, all this alliance was was announcing, well, we just create a voting block as a counterweight to the SEC and ESPN. Okay, sure. Yeah. That's, that's what we did here. The college football playoff rights are up in 2025. ESPN currently holds them. And while the SEC thinks ESPN has been a great partner, and maybe we should just re-up that now. Just, yeah. just right now, mm-hmm. these other three conferences are like, you know, actually, we'd like to go to market with those now. Ooh. We'd like to take those out because I think we could get a lot of money. I think, yeah, SEC, good on you adding Texas and Oklahoma. I think this expanded college football playoffs is going to be really profitable. We should take it to the highest bidder and not just renegotiate with ESPN. Ooh. Yikes. Ha ha. <laughs> you see, this is the Big Ten's mastermind payback. You want college football playoffs? You're going to have to pay retail. (laughs) College football expansion watch death watch. College football expansion watch death watch. Brought to you by... Barnaby's Funeral Homes. We put the laughter in funeral. That's our show. Email us at twoandahalfsportsmen at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at sportsmanpod.com. Or check out all of our episodes on any of those major podcast platforms. 